it only took them four hours to give me my hundred thousand dollars. Right. And, mm. and that guy, I don't know if he's going to make it. That business cannot absorb a $50,000 hit on a hundred thousand dollar deal because you end up at the end of that deal, having to keep money in that account to make the payments on the loan that you took. Right. right. It gets really, really ugly, but it's very attractive when you're in trouble. Welcome to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground, where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics, historians, and business leaders. With your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. I'm Adam Moore, joined today by Matt Colicello in studio. In today's episode, we're joined by John Shane from South Star. As part of our small business financing series, we're taking a closer look at organizations that engage with and influence small and diverse businesses on a financial level. As a financial solutions provider for small businesses, South Star does exactly that. Though South Star offers business flexible, customized solutions through a variety of financial products, today we're going to be focusing on purchase order financing, a kind of asset based lending, if you will. We consistently hear from our small businesses that they need more avenues for financing to grow. And this is one possible route. So, John, thank you so much for joining Matt and I this morning. We appreciate you giving us some of your time. Oh, I appreciate you know, letting me be on the call today. So happy to have you. Yeah. So, John, tell us and our audience about South Star and your role within the company. Uh, well, first of all, I believe in, in what we do. South Star Capital is a private lender located in the Carolinas. Uh, 35 of us have been around about 15 years. We have offices in uh, Charleston, where the headquarters is, in, uh, in Atlanta. Uh, where I'm located, and in Charlotte, and, and a few other places across the country. We're, we're nationwide, uh, in some ways worldwide, in what we do when it comes to servicing people. My role here within the company is, uh, they call me the vice president of broker relations, which really means that you came here, you believed in what we did, and we assigned you to a role of talking to people, whoever they may be in business, which will also include uh, a large network of what they would call partners or independent brokers that are out there who okay. um, have business owners who need funding at some level and uh, they connect their clients around the country to us. Gotcha. Right. So tell us a little bit more about South Star. I know that's a new one for me and probably my guess for our audience as well. South Star Capital is, a, is an asset-based lender, ABL in, in banking or financial terms. Okay. Meaning an asset-based lender, but it's an asset-based lender based on collateral. So what we'll always be looking at and basically trying to help customers with their cash flow is we're going to be looking at what do you have in the area of, of assets? First, we'll start in the work-completed invoices that are out there that a company can advance on to smooth out their cash flow, to make payroll, to make a seasonal buy, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we look at that asset, which is, which is a critical asset. We, we always work B2B, not B2C, but it's got to be a B2B situation. And, and Social looks at that asset. They'll also quickly, we look, we look at the broader circle of a purchase order. That'll be a direct, you know, chain of custody, say a drop ship from, you know, Kimberly Clark to Costco, to 
paper where we can fund the full PO, get to the invoice, payment gets made. We'll also fund it at the asset of land, real estate, whatever it may be out there to, to short-term backstop funding that will get a company into a position to fulfill a purchase order that will lead to an invoice that will lead to the ultimate payment. So Southstar right. has been around 15 years and oh, wow. you know, the people who are with us, uh, they, they believe in what we do. And, and I come from the business side. So I've had, I've had the background on both sides using this growth tool that we offer. That's not really a loan, but it's more of a facility that they can use to advance off their, off their assets. And some of the different names we'll, we'll call these would be accounts receivable financing, asset-based lending, purchase order financing, government contract financing, dip financing, people coming out of chapter 11 or going into chapter 11, invoice factoring, payroll funding, mobilization funding, and a few other descriptions of what we do. But really comes down to what are your assets and how can we advance into the assets that you already have? Right. Okay. So I'm a business owner, right? And it sounds good, but I'm like, oh man, I'm taking out a loan against my invoices. Explain to us some of the risk maybe that our small business owners would need to consider and then offset that with the reward part of it. Like you said, the smoothing of the cash flow. Well, let me give you an example. Okay, great. When I was in business um, in the past, uh, I worked for a company that started from the ground up and we grew it to about a $10 million copier, toner cartridge service supply company. And at one point, we had about a $100,000 invoice out to one of the school districts that uh, just wasn't paying quick enough. So what, what we did is we went to that, you know, to an organization to, that, that would actually do what we do. And we got an advance for, I believe, 80% of that $100,000. We, we, we got that 80%. And because we had a cash flow situation, the pain point per se, or the opportunity point per se, we looked at that and said, okay, we need to buy all our HP printers for the quarter now. And, and they're offering them this week. And, and we're not going to pay. So where do we get the money from? Well, we're not going to go to a bank because the bank looks backwards. They don't look at your growth. Not a bad thing. But what we do is forward looking. So we, we took that $80,000 and got a 25% discount on the HP printers we got for the quarter. And, and the way it works is um, that $100,000 invoice that we, that we basically got an advance of 80% on, when we finally got paid back, the payment went to us and the equivalent of South Star Financial. The $100,000 invoice goes there, but then the balance of that, that $80,000 after the, the financial institution takes that back, they give the other $20,000 minus maybe two points in fees for a 30-day timeout with that money. So basically 2% of, you know, of that invoice to have that money early is a great value and it works very well in, in, in any B2B situation where they want to make payroll or if they're even in a staffing situation company where they have payroll to make and, 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 and they can hire people, they can invoice on Monday, advance up to 90% of that space on Tuesday and then make payroll on Friday without any money out of pocket. The goal here is not to have any you know, venture capitalists come in to a, a company that's going to grow because a venture capitalist is always a bad deal if you're going to grow. Right. You're going to give them the profit later. And it's really no debt either. You, you're just using your asset to grow. And then there's just that 2% fee. 
versus paying interest over a longer period Ooh, of time. Right. Yeah. The, the, the fees are, are, are just fees as they are. We identify the buckets of payment that a customer is getting paid on. So in that situation, that school district was paying in about net 60. So, you know, we waited in advance within the 30 day window. So when we finally got paid, we only had to pay the two points. Now, if it jumped into the 45 day window, we might make an allowance, you know, here at South Star for maybe 1.15% or right. whatever for the next 15 day bucket. Like a little pro rating on that. So it's really just the fees that are generated short term and, and they liquidate, they go down to zero all the time. So it's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. not a loan. It's an advance off the asset that you have. And if, and if me as a, as a, if, if I was a business owner and somebody said, hey, you know what, I, I'm going to give you 98% of what you have coming to you now for the next 30 days. Can you make money with that? Those are the opportunity costs that are there. So that would be called invoice factoring or AR funding. You know, some people define these things differently, but that's kind of how it works. And we set up that facility that they can use over and over again. They do not have to advance off of every invoice or every customer, but it's a, it's a great value for customers. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. The first time I heard about this financing instrument, it sounded like payday loans to me, but except for small businesses. (laughs) Right. And I guess, you know, no judgment around payday loans, but no, but they do sort of have a negative connotation. So I wanted to ask, how is this different from a payday loan for small business? Well, in my maybe blunt response to payday loans, or what you're probably referring to is the merchant cash advance loans, where they they look at your trailing financials in your bank account and say, well, okay, you got this $100,000 dollar amount that you need to, to buy your HP printers for the quarter. What they do then is they will sign a 12 to 18 month deal with you. And at the end of that payment stream, which you know they don't look at your business, they don't, they're just giving you a chunk of money here. Mm. You're going to end up paying back another 100, 150000 or more total on that $100,000 loan over the next 12 to 18 months. Okay. Let's make a judgment on that. That, that. That's bad business. Now, in some situations, people do get in trouble and, and there is a last resort, but a merchant cash advance, even the guys who sell them, they all will say that is a, that is a last resort and not a good value. So it's not the same thing, but guess what? I had one of my customers come to me and say, I'm sorry, you know, it's gonna, it was going to take you, you know, four to five days to get a, you know, my facility in place with you. But, you know, it only took them four hours to give me my $100,000. Right. And, and that guy, I don't know if he's going to make it. That business cannot absorb a $50,000 hit on a $100,000 deal because you end up at the end of that deal having to keep money in that account to make the payments on the loan that you took. Right. right. It gets really, really ugly, but it's very attractive when you're in trouble. So they call them MCAs and that's not us. Um, and if somebody sells an MCA, we're not going to fight with them, but we'll also tell them that's not what we do or who we are. We believe in what we believe in what we do and, and we would buy it ourselves in half. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, so many questions running through my head right now and, and different examples, but I, I want to rewind our tape for just a second and talk about your example when you were selling the copiers to the school mm. district. 
Because mm-hmm. one of the things that we're often talking about on the show is cash flow, how to generate cash flow, that type of thing, right? And, and you've already talked about smoothing the cycle. But I think one point that you kind of brought up, and I want to highlight, right? When you guys did your analysis, and this is something we talk about on the show all the time, and that is sitting down with your financials, understanding where you are, understanding what your strategic purchases need to be, how to make them smartly, right? You guys identified, hey, we're going to get 25% off on these copiers if we buy by X date. So if we go and do a loan against our invoices, which we know we're guaranteed payment, it is a government entity, right? And I get this $80,000 and then I'm able to go buy assets that I'm going to go resell at a 25% discount, I've now compounded in a positive fashion my cash flow. I've generated 25 points above the money I have on hand, buying at a discount. Then, I don't know what your markup was, let's just call it 5%. I get the 5% on top of that normal sales, right? That's smart business. That's just smart business. And this is what our business owners need to think about. Amen. Wow. There's another example here locally in the Atlanta area. There's a there was a printing company I talked to briefly, and he told me that he was selling some printing products to Kroger company, uh, okay, grocery company, and he had had about a thirty thousand dollar invoice, and he had not heard about what we did. And so what he did is he went out and took a merchant cash advance for about thirty grand. Oh, on that thirty grand, he had to take he had to pay back about uh, fifty grand over the next twelve months. You know, shorter wow. ones, twelve months, longer ones, or more so. Right. What we could have done with him is instead of him paying twenty grand, we could have we we look not not just at the customer. We're looking forward, not like a bank looking backward at your, your trailing financial. We're looking forward and saying, "Who's your customer? You, you have Kroger." And I told them, I said, "I don't care if your accounts receivable where your invoices to Kroger for this, you know, printing materials or whatever grow from thirty thousand to hundred thousand to three hundred thousand. We can grow." With your accounts receivable, because if you have a work completed, verifiable invoice, the line or facility can grow. So it's really not a, a loan per se. It's a facility that's based on the asset, that class that you have. So, so many people are looking for a pile of money on the front, which is true. If they want to start up their business, produce something, order in all the chocolate chips with their, their sugar and everything to make the chocolate <laughs> sell. But what happens now is once they know, that if they get a contract with, you know, Kroger to, for, for the chocolate chip cookies, that they can, knowing that they can advance on a work completed invoice to that credit approved, verified mm-hmm. customer, Yep. instead of going to the MCA and saying, I need a big pile of money or trying to get it from their bank, or even getting it from us with some backstop collateral, they can go to their supplier and say, listen, I have the, the contract. You know, all I need is the money to make the chocolate chip cookies. And they say, Mr. Supplier, can you give me terms? Yeah. And hopefully it's short enough time to put the cookies together. Can you give me terms until I get to the invoice? In that situation, it won't cost me because they're getting to the work completed invoice. And now when they advance on that, you know, either between 70 and 90% or more, depending upon the, the, the type of business it is and the risk involved, they can pay back their supplier at that point. So it's one of those things that, that goes both ways to pay back your suppliers to advance yeah. into a you know forward looking, here's what I need to, to buy now. And you don't have to use it all the time. If, if you don't want to advance on an invoice with, to one customer, then guess what? It just passes through our facility and goes right back to you because we set up very simply a, 
a change of remittance where payment will now go um, to, after we advance to a customer, payment will now go to the customer and South Star Financial or South Star Capital at our Bank of America lockbox. But that's the way we, we get our advance back. And then we remit them the balance minus our fees. It is a, it is a growth tool. But that guy who, who, going back to the guy who went to Kroger, he, he, he didn't know he could do that. So now he's stuck trying to pay that off. Now, we can if, you know, and we're not in the business of bailing people out of their debt. It's a growth tool. But if somebody has a $30,000 MCA advance out there, if we can get them a low, lower payoff, we can find enough accounts receivable that if, if they can advance off of that and still absorb that merchant cash advance payoff, then we can do that at the same time of the first funding. So we have done that in the past. So your greatest asset is your work completed and verified invoices. So the other thing that I just want to share real quick in the interest of time is if a, if a company or a government contractor is bidding on product where, where it's just a straight direct drop ship, you know, where like the, the earlier example of toilet paper from Kimberly Clark to Costco, you get a million dollar order. Okay, well, guess what? There's going to be no money out of pocket with that because we'll pay Kimberly Clark the full amount of the purchase order amount. And, and then when the payment finally gets made from Costco, we'll take back the purchase order amount. We will get paid and then we'll, we'll figure out what the fees are there from purchase order to invoice to payment, which will typically be instead of like a 2% 30 days, it's going to be probably closer to the 5%. Sure. But the opportunity costs are there in the, right. on the purchase order side if there's a direct chain of custody. And especially if that means you're buying an asset at a discount, right? I'm going to That's come right. back to that. I'm going to come back yes. to that. Everybody listen yeah. to me, especially if yes. you're buying the asset at a discount. If you've got a 25% discount and I'm only paying five points to, to South Star, <laughs> well, what are you doing? <laughs> why, why have you not yeah. done this? Do it. What I say to staffing companies all the time is, okay, you're making 23% on your, your current contract. If I could tell you right now that, that any extra business without any money out of pocket, it would, you would have a 21% margin, Yeah. would you do that? Now, we make our money as a byproduct of helping someone. It's small, little buckets over a long period of time. I mean, we can go up to 10 to 20 million in concentration, but you know, it's, it's small buckets over a long period of time where we're helping, a, we're helping a client and, and we, are, we are more than happy to do that and teach them how to do it. So people do ask me and I don't, I don't give official advice, but I'll say, here's, here's what you can do. If you know your, your fees on the, on the accounts receivable side, be clear, you know, two points on average for, with 30 days and they do have credit insurance that does protect the customer and us, hmm. then please can, you know, do it. So right. anyway, you know, and I know we're coming to the end of our time with you, John, and I could ask a, a thousand questions. <laughs> I absolutely love finance and investing. And one of the things I do invest a lot is in short-term corporate bonds. And it sounds to me like this is almost the same product with a different spin to it. So my question to you is, is if I came to you and I said, hey, John, I'm, I'm selling chocolate chip cookies to Kroger. Uh, I've got a million dollars in deliver, you know, in a certified invoice. Do you then go and look at Kroger's bond rating? Do you go look at that, like their AAA rating and go, oh, that's a AAA customer they just sold to. Shoot, yeah, we'll, we'll invest in that. I mean, is that what you guys look at? Do you look at the financials of the person I sold to? Yeah, that's the most, pretty much the most important thing. I mean, mm. The challenge is with our, our customers, if, if they have 
outstanding liens, judgments, and any UCCs that are out there that we make sure we help them clear up. You know, some of them are just are old and haven't been zeroed out or terminated. But we're always looking at, at Kroger. When we look at Kroger, we'll do our we, we'll use our own internal credit approval tools, including some of the DNB analytics. Right. And, and a company called the Tradius that establishes credit limits. And if you throw a credit limit out there for, for Kroger, it, it might be, you know, five, six million. Gotcha. I don't know the number, but, you know, we can go up to that. Gotcha. And, and we're, okay. looking, we're looking at that. We're looking at that all the time. So companies do come to us and they say, well, hold, hold on, I'm selling to XYZ company. And so we're going to look at that, at, at the credit limit on that particular customer to make sure that they're worthy. So it is another way for us as their partner, as their senior lender, to be able to verify for them, do you really want to sell it to them that much? And the credit insurance that's, that, that we add to each individual invoice that's out there is, it's worth it because it protects them. And there sometimes we'll say, listen, you know what, that company is not you know, credit worthy for, you know, $500,000, but you can advance uh, up to $250,000 and take it in two chunks if you like, but that's how we do it. And we, we enjoy what we do myself and, and David Bond here at South Star. He's one of our senior credit guys. He's been with the company from the beginning. Him and I, we do most of the onboarding for a lot of the, the partner deals that come to us through our, through our network or individuals who come to us. Um, and say, hey, we need, we need help. We do typically sign deals that are a little bit longer, you know, either, either 24 to 36 months. But that's a facility that we put in place, not to scare anybody, but to say, listen, you know what? This facility is there for you to use when you need it. And it's something that, you know, when you see the opportunity costs or the, the, the cost of not having that, you know, if, if somebody comes to me and I'll say one more thing and they say, oh, 2%, oh, that's, that's 24% APR. I'm like, well, no, we need to, we need to stop talking about that until, until you understand what we're really talking about, the opportunity cost, short term, they're just fees based on it. And can you make money off of a 2% discount on your assets? Right. And, uh, and they'll all say, yes. And I'll say, you better be able to. Yeah. Otherwise, we need to have another serious conversation. So, John, thank you so much for your time today. This has been yeah, John. This has been amazing. so helpful, amazing. So, yeah. if somebody wants to to find out more about South Star, how would they get in touch with you or one of your um, peers? Please go to our website, South Star Capital. There's an area in there that has uh, broker relations, and uh, you know, I I can handle the, the the broker partners around the country. And, and any other customer that's out there doesn't have to be a broker who's looking to talk to somebody. They can get a hold of me direct and email me or give me a call. My email is jshane at southstar.com. jshane at southstar.com. Yep. Easy enough. Very simple. And uh, love to talk with you all. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much for coming on the show, John. Um, and to all of our listeners, be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, as always, at Chloe Guidry-Reed, at Adam Moore, at Matt Colicello, and at John Shane. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, check out our previous shows, and stay tuned for next time. Take Thank care, you, everybody. everybody. 
Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us in participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E ground dot I-O. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.